Live Spooky is a paranormal and true crime podcast that contains explicit and mature content. Listener's discretion is advised. Hello, hello. Welcome back to Live Spooky. Today, my special guest is Kendra. A lot of you may remember her from our previous podcast, Blood, Goods, and Booths. Hello. Hello, hello. hello. We decided to have a little reunion episode sure a lot of you miss our shenanigans on the podcast maybe one day it'll come back we'll see what the future awaits (laughs) you never know kendra is there anything that you wanted to share or plug before we get started not really really. i have like ideas flowing and kind of like a project i was thinking about but nothing really Nothing I'm, really. I've just been super like busy with like home and yeah. work and and yeah, the lady, and, yeah, little lady, yeah. She's always a handful, isn't she? Yes. She's so. quite the kid. She's freaked out with a bee once, and I was just laughing at her the whole time. I think she hates me now. No, she doesn't. She loves me. Yeah, you're her aunt Libby. <laughs> always her aunt Libby. Yes. So, not really. I've just been super busy with work and just haven't really. Like, I don't even think I've been to your house in months. Yeah, it's been a hot minute since you've been here, for sure. Well, today I'm going to talk about a paranormal case for you because I figured you know a lot of true crime already. Yeah. And I know you love the paranormal stuff, so I decided to look up a a very interesting case. Uh, It's from Iceland. It's Gnuver... Uh, springs mud mud pool. Is this another one where we're gonna butcher everything that we say? Probably I like that. <laughs> probably um, because I know in the middle of this name, there's supposed to be one of those fancy D's with the the, the cross in the middle. Neat. Yes, and I'm pretty sure they make like a a th- sound, but I could be wrong. <laughs> um, so I apologize to any Icelandic people or anybody who is listening and is really shamed of our pronunciation because if anyone has listened to the previous podcast they'd know i have marbles in my mouth all the time that's all right (laughs) i've been uh listening to all of the horror versus reality which are our friends to all of theirs and listening to morgan on that podcast try to pronounce names from like germany and stuff like that it's and she's so southern it's so great it makes me feel a lot better from the times that we used to put your names because i'm like (laughs) yeah you can't pronounce anything either that's great (laughs) it's hard when you don't know other languages and i mean even though in canada we speak english and we're also bilingual and should know French. A lot of us really don't know French. And I mean, you hear me speak French. There's not an ounce of, of that emotion in those languages. It's like, bonjour, je m'appelle Olivia, est-ce que tu? And there's like no French, like in between there. Well, that's more like France French, not Quebec French. Yeah. Quebec French is kind of, they're like two different Frenches. Like, uh, I think where's ours is more like lazy. I think is how people put it, but don't hate on me. I'm not trying to say you guys are lazy. I'm just saying the French is more laid back than Paris French. 
Yes, I know that, like, if you have a French person from Quebec and a French person from France, sometimes they also can't understand each other. Because it's almost like a whole different dialect. It's weird. It but is. I mean, it makes me wonder if it would be, like, the same thing with, say, somebody from, like, Mexico and Spain. Oh, it definitely... They're definitely slightly different they're similar but they're they're definitely different but i do know like even in the philippines their language mixes uh spanish in with it too so a lot of people who are latina can actually understand most filipino words which is pretty cool i know i want to say it's also like south south africa they speak french too um somewhere yes somewhere in south africa they speak french yes so I wonder if theirs would be much different also. Mm-hmm. But anyways. Actually, curious. We'll have to figure that out. Yeah, we're talking about Icelandics, not yes. French people. So. We're talking about Iceland today, where it's kind of cold. I thought Iceland was the warm one, was the green one. Well, it is, but it's still cold. Oh, okay. I mean, it's out on an island in the middle of the water in the Atlantic. That's fair. So, uh, so Ganover, Iceland. It's a big giant like mud pool that is apparently haunted. Neat. Yes. So Ganuver is a natural geothermic geothermal mud pool located near Reykjan, Iceland. Hot gases and steam will slip through the tectonic plates and bubble up through the surface. And clay is formed in the pool with the fresh lava rocks and carbon dioxide and hydrogen sulfide. She will go flying out of there when gases faithful. Yeah, when gases bubble through those plates and they pop up, you will see like two to four meters of clay shooting in the air. Holy shit! Yeah, <laughs> hot, hot clay. Um, well, no wonder it's haunted. How many people do you think died just trying to look at it? I, I don't know. I'll tell you about one. Are they mud-covered monsters? Because that's cool. That would be really cool if it was, like, a swamp monster, that's but it was, was a mud thinking. monster. Yeah. Like the Honey Island Swamp Monster. Oh. Flashbacks. So you'd seen 1B. <laughs> ever. That was my favorite one you ever did just because of that. Dude's seen one bee in his whole life, and it's a Honey place. Island Swamp now. So that's that's where it li- that's what we're calling it because I've seen a single bee here once. <laughs> uh, so Ganover is the largest hot spring in the area, coming in at a whopping sixty-five feet. It's pretty fucking big. Yeah, uh, with dense steam that lingers on top, reaching five hundred and seventy degrees Fahrenheit. Ow. So that'll that'll melt your fingers right off. I'm Mr. Christmas. <laughs> I'm Mr. Fahrenheit. Oh, I'm everyone. Uh, Since Christmas is coming up. <laughs> <laughs> this hot spring is different from others in the area. It has seawater that goes into it. Uh, so the hot springs you know they're they're it's very close to the ocean so something with like the seawater and the clay and all that it's very different salty weird mud puddle so are hot springs normally freshwater yes oh because i would assume it would be the water coming up maybe from like the ground my brain i guess never really thought of the fact that you know there's not salty ones Right? You'd just assume it would be salt water all the time. I don't know. 
The rocks surrounding the area appear to be more orange and blue from the minerals. So, like, all the gases and stuff change the colors of the rocks, all that stuff. So, it's very beautiful in this little area. I Um, want to see pictures after. (laughs) There will be pictures. Don't you worry. Sometimes the steam is so much in the area that you end up becoming so engulfed by it. Um, I actually read an article that I had used for this uh, case. And the lady, there was a picture of her right before the steam engulfed her. And then a picture not even 30 seconds later when she was completely engulfed in steam from this mud pool. Like the mist. Yeah. Yeah, it's just because it gets so hot that once it hits the cool air, it just engulfs everything. That's neat. It, it, nature's so fascinating. I love um, nature. Nature! Activity in the mud pool has slowed down a lot, but it is close off for safety purposes. In 2008, hot clay was shoot shot out of the pool, like I had mentioned earlier, two to four meters into the air, which is insane uh steam vents will open and hot steam will actually flow from the area sometimes going even into the roads like that that's how much steam comes out of this place so so just just to clarify for our american listeners for your american listeners yes because you know we're canadian two to four about two two meters is about seven feet so, you know, it's it's a whole-ass basketball professional player. Pretty much. A whole Bigfoot. Yeah. Yeah. In 2014, hot clay and dirty water shut up, shot up into the sky with more steam than usual. So they actually decided to close it again. Because they reopen it and then they close it again when they think it's safe and unsafe. Because uh, there's like... That'd be annoying. Well, there's, like, platforms you can walk around at a safe distance, Mm. but as the mud pool expands, stuff collapses and goes into the mud pool, therefore it's unsafe to walk near it, which makes sense. Mm. There are also a shit ton of volcanoes in the peninsula and in the 20 in 2021 the area rumbled for three weeks and then the gelden gelden (laughs) gelden adele oh my god gelden gelden ad alir gelden alir gelding a gelden a deer Gelding Adler. Anyways, the volcano in the area erupted in southwest Iceland. (laughs) Due to the geothermal activity increase in the mud pool, landscape is constantly changing, which I had just mentioned, which is why a lot of the platforms tend to become unsafe. Uh, Like I said, if you want to visit, you can, but you got to do it from a very safe distance. And again, Check to see if the platforms and stuff are open and available for you and plan your visit very safely when you go because of the rumbles and, you know, hot stuff shooting out. The volcano, I know right now, currently, there is rumbles going on again. Our friend Morgan that we had just mentioned, she's currently in Iceland for her wedding, and she sent me a Snapchat the other day and said, hopefully the volcano doesn't blow up while we're here. That sounds like a <laughs> nope vacation to me. And yet, Nick and I are looking at Iceland for our honeymoon. 
Like, we originally wanted to go get married there, but due to financial reasons, we decided that was not a good idea. And we'll just go there for a honeymoon instead. <laughs> and then, you know, your co-pilot that's afraid of fly- flying wouldn't go. <laughs> well, we figured a lot of people just wouldn't be able to afford to get there due to not just flights, but cost and all that stuff. Because living in Canada, it's it's very expensive right now. Inflation in Ontario is absolutely stupid. Um, mm-hmm. Make sure you do your part and vote, vote Doug Ford and Justin Trudeau out because... Fuck these guys. They're just bringing us down right now. True dope and big dick Dougie. <laughs> you know, it's, you know, it's true dope how much they're fucking our country over. <laughs> I hate myself for saying that. <laughs> I hate you too. <laughs> so anyways, now we're going to get into the spooky stuff. So around the 18th century, an older woman named Guthrun or Gunna for short, lived in Rechames Peninsula. She wasn't the town's most favorite person. Neat. So I'm sure you can already assume where this is probably going to go. Slut. Witch. She's a witch. Oh, what year is this again? 18th century. Oh, yeah. So she's a witch. Yes. Being hugely disliked by townspeople and having a large pot that was always boiling something, she was obviously accused of being a witch. Burner. Because, you know, women with big soup pots are obviously witches. Also, if they have an opinion. We're all witches. Yeah. Hail Satan. (laughs) (laughs) I wish I knew Latin. I'd just start speaking Latin just for shits and gigs. Guthrun was unable to pay her rent and told her landlord and his wife she would be a little late on paying them. The landlord then decided to pay her a visit where a quarrel had broke out between them. And he took the only thing that she pretty much owned and valued, her fucking cooking pot. Oh, she's gonna kill him. She then proceeded to starve herself in protest and insisted she have her cooking pot back. Eventually, Guthrun ended up passing from starvation and never got her, her pot back. That's sad. It is a little sad. Bitch just wanted to make some soup. Let her eat her soup. Yeah. Fucking rude. Men. While the townsfolk was carrying her coffin, they noticed out of nowhere it just got very light. They didn't know why. But they were way too scared to open the coffin to see what was going on, so they just continued trugging onto her gravesite. While digging her grave, a voice appeared out of nowhere telling them, No need deep to dig no plans long to lie the landlord showed up to guthran's funeral and weirdly enough was found dead the next morning and his body appeared to have been mutilated and covered in bruises neat so ooh, what the fuck your house is cold i know my house is cold your slippers are over there if you want them i still have slippers here you do sometimes i wear them hey where? They're over on the, sh- the shoe shelf. I didn't even know I still had those here. See? See, we're gonna have to do the podcast again because... <laughs> Your slippers are just here already. They're just waiting for us to start back up. They just live. Rightfully so, the town then accused Guthrun's ghost for the death because, you know, obviously she's a witch, so 
you know, she's the one that's causing havoc on town. Okay, but if she is she a witch or a ghost? Because they're not the same thing. I think she's the witch's ghost. Or a ghost witch? Maybe, just Wait. like in Scooby-Doo, the witch's ghost. She was a witch and a ghost. But she was really a man in a mask. Not in Scooby-Doo and the witch's ghost. She was a ghost know. ghost. I have that oh. movie on DVD. <laughs> ghost ghost. It's one of my favorite Scooby-Doo movies because those early 2000, like, late 90s Scooby movies were like... That's where it fucking... That's where it's at. I just remember the one where, like, they all went to, like, this island. Yeah, Zombie Island, Alien Invaders, there's Witch's Ghost, those ones. Chef's Kiss of Scooby-Doo fucking movies, man. Chef's Kiss. Have you seen how they... The Scooby-Doo cartoons are now? I don't like them. They're creepy. Why do you need dots for eyes? I don't know, but they're... I don't like it. I mean, I guess they had dots for eyes in the original, but they just... They look weird. It's like something else, uh... That my kid was watching the other day. Thomas. It's like the new Rugrats that came out and they're all like claymation style. Yeah, but have, you, have you seen the new Thomas the Tank Engine? Oh, that's so not right. Yeah, yeah. the other day we had Treehouse in our, going in our house. And I was like, what the fuck are you watching? And it was like, oh, this is, this is Thomas. <laughs> and I'm like, no. Uh, new Thomas the Tank Engine. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> yeah, it's all flat now. That's that's them now. That's him now. Like even Chuggington did better. Chuggington. Chuggin, chuggin, chuggington. <laughs> Sorry. It's all good. Mayhem started around the town. They kept blaming Guthren's ghost for it. The town folk was just scared and annoyed. They were just fed up. They're like, why is this bitch, you know, being a menace, causing havoc on everyone and everything? You know, okay, to interrupt. Yeah. That would be a great time to be a serial killer. Because you would could be. just be like, no, it's the ghost. It would be I'm not murdering people, it's the ghost. You know, just way before technology became a thing, I feel like you could get away with anything. Murder everything and... Who's the ghost? No one would know because there's no DNA testing, there's no ring doorbell cams catching you on shit. Yeah, we went trick-or-treating and every house had a freaking ring doorbell. Except for mine. Well, yeah, we came, but we drove all the way here. But then, like, the neighborhood that we went to, like, every single house. I was like, do they just come with houses now? I think so. And another thing, too, if if they're so annoyed with her ghost and the havoc she's causing, I mean, maybe you guys could have been a little nicer to her and she wouldn't be coming back. You deserved it. Karma's a bitch, right? Mm -hmm. You know? She's basically going eye for an eye at this point. So the townsfolk ended up turning to a priest where they actually begged him for help and offered him liquor to help them get rid of Guthren's ghost. Oh. The priest recommended they leave a loose end from a ball of twine for her to grab it. I, I didn't really look too much into his reasonings why a ball of twine and a string would catch ghost. But her ghost did touch the end of the twine, the loose string. Okay. And um, the ball ended up rolling into 
the giant mud puddle mm. and taken her ghost into the puddle. Oh. And her spirit has been trapped there since the 18th century. So does pieces of her fly out when all of it flies out? <laughs> that would be actually fucking hilarious. Uh, that's like, that just reminds me of the Disney episode we did where you said you wanted to just be thrown off the Matterhorn in chunks. <laughs> Not cremated, in chunks. <laughs> that's all I could think of. Um, just just standing there all of a sudden. Blah, 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 blah. No, but some people have said that they've seen her face through the mist hmm. and the steam. Neato. Or a lady walking around in the steam. Just just watching it all fly up and all, oh, there's mm-hmm. a finger. Uh, now, some people say that her spirit never actually fell into the mud puddle, but she had grabbed onto the edge of the pit and is holding onto the edge for the rest of eternity. Yikes. Yeah, that's some sore arms, man. I would just let the fuck go. Yeah. But the locals are waiting for the day her spirit returns and climbs out of the hot spring. Hmm. So the hot spring was then named Gnuver, which means Gun's Hot Springs, which her name was Gunthran or Gunna for short. Mm-hmm. So they basically named the hot spring after her. To this day... No one has dealt with the mischief from her ghost that the town's folks did at the time. Huh. But, like I said, there have been reports of a ghostly spirit hanging around the area and a face of a woman that has been seen through the steam. Has there any been, like, ghost investigators that go? I did not look up to see if anybody has gone to investigate in the area. If I go there for my honeymoon, don't think that I won't be doing that because I will be. Got a good old fucking uh, bag of goodies to do ghost stuff. Yeah, I'd love to go to ghost towns. I see your list is still. Yes, on the board. my list is still on the board there. Um, <laughs> there, I did read though many different accounts of her story. Mm-hmm. I told the one with the landlord. The man in the story always seems to be the thing that changes in it. The rest of the story seems very spot on. It's always, they go to a priest. He says, use a ball of twine. All that seems very, you know, the, the same throughout each story. It's just the man. Uh, is like her pot being taken and her starving to death still consistent? Yes. Hmm. Yes. It's just who took her pot. Yes. It's Weird. just some people say it's the landlord. Some people say it was judge. Some people say it was just a random townsfolk. I mean, the story's from the 18th century, so it, it's really hard to tell the accuracy of it. But Come on, it wasn't that long ago. Just be accurate. I went with the landlord version, which seemed to be the most told version okay so which i mean realistically it would make more sense if it was a landlord that took her stuff to pay her rent to pay her rent versus like a judge or like a random townsfolk that she might have had beef with anyways that's the very very interesting and fascinating story of how this mud puddle is apparently haunted in iceland neat I've and never heard of a haunted mud puddle. Me either, but I know we had covered, I with our Christmas episode a couple years ago, I did cover a lot of Icelandic stuff. And yes. Iceland has just been rent-free in my head for a very long time, even before that episode. And I just wanted to give you another 
cool thing, cool story from Iceland because they're all really fascinating there. Like I, the I, Yule Cat, the elves. I still want to go to the Burning Man of the Goat. <laughs> yes, the Yule Goat. I still want to see the Yule Goat. When this episode, this episode should be out probably in a week or so. So everyone will be able to hear this for Christmas time. But so, you know, everyone in Iceland, light us up a Yule Goat. Yeah, and uh, our stuff's still on Spotify, so you can yes. go listen to our Christmas episode about the Yule Goat. Yeah, all of Blood, Guts, and Booze is still on Spotify for anyone that did want to check out our old podcast. And again, Live Spooky, you guys know where to find me on Instagram, Twitter, all that fun stuff. Got a Patreon, I also got a blogger now with a blog. You know, if you guys feel like supporting, keep on doing it love it but uh yeah that was the uh story of the guth gunuver mud puddle in iceland nice i think yeah. i follow all your account yeah it's definitely an interesting story i like i like it it's weird like i've i've never in my life thought that a mud puddle could be haunted and the whole time that you kept saying that all i could think and hear in my head was peppa pig muddy puddles like jumping. george jumping in muddy puddles yeah <laughs> and i'm like i want to go jump in the muddy puddle with my galoshes galoshes yes but all right everyone thanks for listening and i will talk to you in the next one thanks for having me again yes thank you for joining Bye-bye. bye bye